Hello, and welcome to the Homeschooling Made Easy podcast, the show that helps you go from questions to confidence and mommy taught to self-taught when it comes to homeschooling. We are your hosts. Dr. Libran is the creator of independent homeschool courses and has authored several books. And I am a current homeschooling mom of six who creates content on YouTube and courses around sustainable homeschooling. Welcome. If you have any questions you would like to be featured on a future show, email us at homeschoolingpodcast at gmail.com. Now let's start the show. All right. So in this episode, this is a question that gets submitted a lot. Writing, because obviously you have writing courses and they're very different and unique. Yes, it's some of the same technical things you learn in other writing programs, but it really removes the fear. It really gets kids writing. There's incredible transformations when it comes to kids after taking your writing program. And one of the biggest questions, top questions is simply, what is an essay and how to write a good essay? So I'm sure you have some insights for us that might be a little different than what just comes when you Google it. So what is an essay, first of all? How would you describe it? Well, and we do have an essay course that goes with the writing course. So yes, that's in there. So, so an essay, you know, it's curious to me why we're so obsessed on essays. Uh, there's probably a good reason, but let me start there before. Let me answer your question with the question. Okay. I, learned this in the, I learned this in the Bible works. Um, so, uh, so why do you think everyone is so, it's not obsessed, but almost they, you know, they're getting kids writing essays early. I saw a thing yesterday online somewhere about getting your kids to write essays. I may have been kindergarten, first grade, second. I was wow. young. And it's like, are you kidding? I mean, I, I have a, a number of blogs and things I've discussed that uh, I don't like to get kids doing essays until they're about 14. And I have a very particular reason for it. We'll go into in a minute, but in general, what do you think it is? What's the obsession on essays? What what do parents think essays do for them or their kids? Smarter, better writing skills, communication skills, maybe, you know, I don't know, does China have them writing essays at a young? But with RC too, it's kind of that mix up and we've ad- addressed this, you know, the daily essay. It's kind of what we've called the daily writing assignment. It should be called the daily writing assignment, but it's the daily essay. And how do you know they're writing the best kind of essay and comparing essays? How, what does your essay, your kid's essay look like, you know, and comparing that way and, and the writing. And I just, Ron Paul, he sent out a, new, a newsletter this morning about how they write. They write weekly essays and make sure you document you know have them write them on a blog publish it that they can then show college app you know when they're doing their application so there's so much focus on this essay kids aren't really doing it today they're doing it poorly so you gotta step up your game at home especially okay very helpful because i i I think that is what's going on that we kind of have this idealized our mind of what essays do and mean, and maybe they're on test for a while. The SAT had essays, and I think they've dumped it again, if I remember correctly. Um, so, so here's the trick. Let, let's just start with writing. The, the The trick to writing is learning how to write a good sentence. Yes, that's good. I like go that bar. That Let me go over that again. <laughs> Writing a good sentence, because if you can write a good sentence, 
you can write two. And if you can write two, you can write three. You smelling when I'm stepping in here? Yes. So what I'm going to is this is how you build it. It's the building blocks. It's the Legos, you know, and learning to master a sentence then can turn into mastering a paragraph and a paper and whatever else you do. So, so essays, um, essays belong, like I said, to the domain of kids that are older, 13-ish and up. Look, their cerebral cortex isn't quite kicked in until then, starting to kick in. And you're talking about higher level um, reasoning, uh, complex things, uh, the domain of imagination, big picture, et cetera. Your kid may be a prodigy and may can pull it off at eight. More power to you. But in general, what you're trying to do with an essay is you're trying to uh, write a, technically a, an opinion piece on a relevant topic. And so Ron Paul would be very interested in politics. So, you know, politics and government and economics would be a very common thing. And essays would be a way to engage them in that preparation if that's what you know you're focused on i mean we have stuff like in robinson curriculum there's stuff on economics great to read important mm -hmm. stuff um we didn't stress that as much i mean i grew up in politics dad was in the legislature the house and the senate in alabama back in the civil rights george wallace days so i grew up in that whole world taught the kids plenty about it but we were much more interested in them using their imaginations. And so they're writing every day, imaginative literature, sometimes descriptions, uh, sometimes uh, letters to grandparents and stuff like that. But mostly they would, they would write fiction and they're practicing how to, and fiction's easier, right? Cause you just make it up, you know, mm -hmm. essays are a little trickier cause you're having to address something that involves some facts and reality less so now than used to be since the media has paved the way uh, away from now it's more so persuasive yeah it's, it's, all, well, it's all persuasive or it's not even that's not the word i'd use it um <laughs> propaganda propaganda yeah. controlling deceptive hat trick you know three cups and a ping pong ball. yeah all yeah. that stuff so but we're not bitter and we don't want to get kicked off anything <laughs> um but yeah I do think essays are important, especially because what what happens is more than anything, the child is getting the student is getting to think through their own view on something. So what an essay is really trying to do is get them to interact with a subject in a way where they are forming and defending or explaining their own viewpoint. That's so would it be fair to say essay introduction, maybe three points? three supporting paragraphs and a conclusion. Is that well, how you would define it, an essay? It would, but that's just a form. And I think that's a fine form. The trick is you and I've done in other podcasts is to figure out what the end result is. Mm -hmm. And the end result is uh, the child has a clear view on something and has explained it in an understandable way. So that can work out some different forms. You can do it inductively or deductively uh, for the mo which are logic methods between induction is going from the pieces to build to the point. Uh, deductive is the point down to the pieces, which is the form you're talking about. And deduction 
usually is about clarity. So, mm-hmm. and I like that. So the, you know, the form that, that we've traditionally used is you've got some kind of topic sentence, top theme, you know, a theme, you know, a main point, and then you're going to have like two or three, there were three or four sub points, and then you're going to have a conclusion. So that form works pretty well in terms of filling it all in. Mm-hmm. It's not magic. Uh, it's just something that people are used to know what they're looking at. Uh, otherwise, uh, especially kids starting out can tend to meander, you know, through a topic and there's this, yes. and this, instead of being able to say, you know, it's really clear. You know, if I wrote an essay on ev- that, everyone should write their own book. There's my thought. Okay. So there are three reasons you should do it. Uh, one, to uh, learn to overcome fear of criticism. Two, uh, to learn to crystallize your way of thinking and putting together a project. And three, for the joy of seeing people occasionally blessed by something you wrote. I'm just making something up. But then when I have that order there, and I, I say that the thematic thing, then I say, you know, we're going to look at these three points. So, you know, where I'm going, I've set up markers for you or painted lines in the parking lot. So you can park the cars, right? So all right. the information, of the cars, and I explain this, explain this, explain that I can go back in and layer other things. Like did I on each, each section uh, reiterate at the end, what I asserted at the beginning. So it's like a little theme and there may be sub points in there. I might at the end of the essay go back, and I'm going to make all this make sense in a second, go back and then put a quote in the beginning that isn't the theme, but it promotes the theme. So I may, you know, instead of just saying off front, I may have a little story or quote or something that happened that's about uh, the game, you know, that maybe it's something about um, on a certain night this happened, they dumped tea in the harbor in Boston, some quote from somebody doing it, and it set in motion, blah, blah. And then I talk about uh, responsible rebellion and government or something like that, you know? Mm-hmm. So here's, you know, I say all that to, to really get to this point. There are different ways to do it. And you can find different forms. But what you're ultimately wanting to do is measure it by the end results you want. And what you want is your child to write a really good essay. Right. And that's what I would aim for first. The weekly essay is fine, but different than Ron Paul, I would say, why don't we take a month or two of essay days, you know, maybe Fridays or essay days and work on one essay for a while. And so they're going to figure out how they think about it. And then they're going to do an outline and then we're going to adjust it. We're going to give feedback and we're going to get it down to where it's into a form that they understand it is really nice. Lays it out, lays out their thought, lays out their points, reiterates the point, ends with a poem, whatever you do, okay? Because yeah. if you do that and will work on one good essay in the beginning, the child student will know what they're trying to produce with different topics. In other words, doing any number of poor essays over and over again doesn't necessarily lead to one good one. Mm-hmm. Whereas I'm saying if you take the time to get one good one down, that'll be their template to know what a good essay looks like. And most of us don't take the time to really work on that. 
That's a great point. And recently I had um, a mom bring up the same question that it, the essay was just always kind of all over the place. Would it be a good idea to just maybe one day just work on the introduction, one day just work on the conclusion, one day just work on the points to kind of sure. assemble it like Here's, what you're talking about? And and even even better, spend one day working on the outline. Yes, brainstorming. I would outline, spend one yeah. day working out your opinion. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good point. You know, what is your, what, you know, what's your view on this topic? Um, you know, we're in the vaccination world right now. Uh, this may be down the road. But we're in the middle of it. Uh, spring of uh, 2021. And so to vaccinate or not vaccinate. Let's take a little pause from the show and talk about one of our sponsors, independenthomeschool.com. Independenthomeschool.com is a one-stop shop for homeschoolers created by Dr. Fred Lybrand. There you can find more information on his very popular courses such as the writing course, Mastering Emotions, Mastering Reading Comprehension, and the ultimate How to Homeschool in 30 Minutes a Day system. As a longtime member and having gone through all the courses myself, I can tell you that this is truly priceless when it comes to your home life and creating sustainable homeschooling. For more information, make sure that you click on the link in the show notes. And now let's get back to the show. Mm -hmm. And so getting them to think this through and they, you know, they may conclude, no, it's government control. They may conclude, well, depends age, obesity, complicated, you know, um, diabetes, other things, those may matter, maybe less with kids, maybe let's just vaccinate everybody like we did polo and get rid of it. I don't know, but they get to think it through and they know kind of the arguments for arguments against getting that clear in their mind before they write is super getting that clear in their mind before they do an outline is super because then they get an outline. Then the outline becomes a basis on which they can start writing in uh, all the information of their view, what their conclusion is, uh, and how they came to it. See what I mean? Yes. And I, I do think that some parents have unrealistic expectations as to when a child is capable. Like you said, you said 14. Is that the age where you think they are capable of thinking this way and writing this way? Around that age, 14? Yes. They're able to start... Uh, they, they, you know, kids are naturally around 12 going to start arguing anyway. So they're moving that logic stage in the classical model. Um, maybe a little sooner, maybe a little later, and kids may vary. But yeah, they're already in arguing and you're giving them a chance to learn to argue, you know, because they're not very good at it. They think they are, but they're not. <laughs> so, what, so what can they write prior to that age? Like you said, a lot of fiction. Yeah, I, I, I like that because if they can write sentences, they're in a good place. I do <laughs> like, I like book reports and we have that, um, you know, our little five-step process where you're really getting your child to share, not this book is about blah, 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 but rather here's what I liked about the book. Here's, here's what I didn't like. You know, here's what I didn't like. Here's what I did, whatever, why you should read it, you know? Um, and so that helps develop some critical thinking. So they're starting to think, here's what I really enjoyed about it. Here's what didn't quite work for me. So I'm really weighing the topic. So if, 
if they're in a practice of writing book reports uh, once a week on a book uh, or once a month or, you know, whatever you figure out, maybe do it daily for one week. But learning to take a book and think critically about it, not in the bad sense, but just being able to say, here's what I liked, here's what I didn't like, and lay it out in a way that explains the game. That is great practice for essay writing. And probably by what most parents mean, that is essay writing, quite frankly. Mm -hmm. And one of the tips you gave me that really helped with uh, my son that has, you know, some diagnosis, learning challenges, to help think logically and get organized is to just start by writing steps, you know, the steps in brushing your teeth, the steps in cleaning your room. I think that really does help to get them thinking in that logical, you know, structure, that order. Yeah. If you, if you adhere to any understandings of, of brain specialization of left and right hemispheres, um, you know, the right is more big picture and it's more lateral which is cool because it, it's funny usually because it will make a point over here that was over there and they're putting things together and it's kind of like yes. that. Uh, the left was what makes us, uh, its role helps us function in this world. If we didn't have it, we couldn't drive, couldn't, like you said, we couldn't dress, couldn't brush our teeth. And it's more of that sequential game. And all these come with practice, you know, so mm-hmm. your brain's just trying to learn what you need. And so taking some steps and learning about steps, you know, uh, you have a conclusion um, why uh, vaccinations are good. Um, then there might be some steps in understanding and it might be, you know, um, think about vac- vaccinations. So we have a history, you know, and the history was, First, we didn't know what caused disease, and then we found out, and then we found out our body fights disease naturally, and then we found out we can trick or encourage the body to start fighting something before it gets it. And, and then what we've seen happen with polio and smallpox and other things, we've seen some history of some successes with vaccines, and that can be the basis in that sequence of why they could conclude this one's a good one too, right? Mm-hmm. And I can argue it the other way too. I don't mind. Yeah, you could do the other way. Yeah, too. <laughs> so, so the second part of the question was how to write a good essay. Now let's take a little pause in the show and talk about how Homeschooling Made Easy is sponsored by the Modern League of Teacher Mothers. This like-minded homeschooling membership site is committed to laying a strong foundation. By going back to the basics, children not only thrive, but it gives parents freedom and time to focus on their younger children and other responsibilities. You will have access to video courses, monthly training, live support, and much more. Visit sustainablehomeschooling.com schoolhouse for more information. Now let's get back to the show. Which is- yeah, and, and then I would get, I'd go back to what you were saying. So how to write a good essay. Step one, figure out the topic. You can go online and get zillions of ideas. Um, Sometimes those are character essays. We have commonly encouraged people with a child that's cheated or done something wrong. One of their essays is about why cheating's wrong, you know, why lying to parents is wrong. That's a good idea. Yeah. (laughs) So we double up the character thing. Yes. with, uh, With the educational thing. So, so you figure out a topic and then you get them to think it through and even there, if they write up just their thoughts on, 
um, why, what their point is, and what their supportive reasons for it, and what the counter, you know, the other side says, and why they're wrong. It doesn't have to be in an essay form or anything. Just getting it on paper, just practice, gets their mind to start thinking it through. Um, so I would certainly think the topic through before I write. Most of the reason these essays are no good is because they haven't thought it through. Mm -hmm. So get it thought through. Then you create an outline. And the outline, it's probably that five paragraphs form. So you have an introduction. You know, you have three supportive paragraphs. And then you have a conclusion. That form is pretty good. So you have a topic thesis sentence, basically, introductory paragraph somehow. And then uh, three, at least three major points, maybe four. I'd stick with three or four. And, uh, and then a concluding paragraph where you bring it together, sum it up, and mm -hmm. say your point about your view on this thing. So I have a, a personal question for you when it comes to this. Something I've been thinking about. Um, my, my kids, I let them, if everything's done, all their chores, all their schoolwork, they can play, you know, the Wii, Wii U video games on the weekends or while I'm maybe like filming right now, you know, that's what they're doing and they love it because <laughs> they're kids, right? So when I tell them you can write about whatever you want to write about, a lot of the writing turned into writing about video games and they were very passionate about it and they could write pages about it and it gets all into the worlds and the fiction behind it, and like stories and everything and after a while I just thought is this concerning is this this is all you want to write about maybe you need to branch out and write about something else I, I personally don't want to hear or read about these things so then they'd start writing about something else and the writing wasn't as passionate as good it's just kind of you know all right well I'm gonna write about this and it's the minimum amount required versus when I let them write about whatever they want and they write about that it's pages and pages right so then I thought okay no just just write about whatever you want to write about and it came so I'm thinking I'm struggling with this should I make them write about what I want them to write about and more what I think like educational and great other topics or for a while, just let them write about what they're interested in, what they're passionate about, even if I'm not that excited about it. What would right. you suggest? So what um, what are you worried is going to happen? <laughs> if they keep just writing about video games and all of that. They're going to turn into a video game? <laughs> no. But... <sighs> where attention goes energy flows all of that you know they're just getting maybe i think too wrapped up too caught up into it and i'd rather they have more passion more interest in other things right and they do they read a lot and they have they knit and crafts and other things but should i be concerned that a lot of the writing just they want to write about video games uh, the only reason if I were you, I'd be concerned about it is that they don't seem to have other fodder material in their heads. Mm -hmm. You know, is it, is it that big of an obsession, uh, obsession that could be a concern, but in general, no, I would, uh, I'd be prone to chillax. So I think in principle, what you're aiming at is smart, which is they do need some variety. You might want them to make up some poems on occasion, 
Yes. Or just do a description, you know, put a pickle jar and a tomato on top of it and make them describe <laughs> it. Right? Yes. Yeah. And I do, I give them a sign, like write about this, write a poem, write a, you know, whatever. I give them different things, ideas. But I mean, yeah, the writing quality is, is different. Like that seems they're like- they're not they're, motivated. Yes, exactly. Right. And they're really passionate about this and excited about this right now, you know, because it's like new. There, and it's, it's very hard if you aren't excited about what you're writing for the readers to be excited, mm -hmm. you know, same with preachers. I mean, if you ever heard a preacher that just doesn't sound like he's that interested <laughs> yeah. in what he's talking about. I had a professor who used to say, he wanted to stand up in the middle of a sermon and say, Hey, just interrupt him. <laughs> say, you don't believe that. And he imagined the preacher would say, well, yes, I do. No way you could believe it. Well, I do believe it. Not a chance. I tell you, I believe it. Okay, preach now. You know? <laughs> Just to get a rise out of them. Yeah, let's get some energy. Passion. I mean, I had a son that, right, and he does now, you know, still youth type books on adventures and scabbards and magical beasts and stuff. It's what he likes. And I, you know, people kind of, specialize i guess <laughs> um but you yeah. know i wouldn't i'm not we're not trying to invite them to you know write a, a modernist um novel like um look homeward angel or uh proust you know swan's way or something weird about all his inner thought it's not weird but it's a thing inner thoughts right. and all the happenings and all the stuff and the scam to get his mother to come tuck him in through a note through the cook and all, you know all this stuff maybe they specialize in that maybe they specialize in something else you know uh what you do want is some measure of variety just so just like with food we all have favorite foods but we can all taste everything we can all eat everything we can go to somebody's house and be polite you know green chili is not my favorite we'll get over it you know yeah. <laughs> uh i had a friend that right. growing up could not eat crunchy peanut butter like really nope so i mean he was very thin that goes for being a picky eater but right uh some level you know give him variety encouragement um playing around with different things types of literature like one of their books you know get in the why don't you write uh if they you know maybe they like anna green gables or something why don't you write something that's kind of like that just play it's more like play with that form, you know, uh, mm -hmm. sometimes like with mud, we play mud pies with mud, but other times we make little villages with mud. And sometimes we paint ourselves with mud. And sometimes there's something else. We just throw mud balls, you know? And so there's one thing called writing, but we might want to play with some different pieces of it. Just see how it goes. Yeah. But it's just play. Branch you know? out. I like so have some balance, branch out other yeah. genres, yeah. right? You don't want to just right. specialize at this young age, you know, be able to write about everything, but don't cut it off. I guess that was my mistake. For a while I wanted to just cut it off. Like I don't want to hear about this. I don't want to read about this anymore. No more of this. Yeah. And then let, let me show that, you something. Kind of, let me yeah. show you something really important about human nature. So I want you to right now just don't swallow. Okay. Don't. Okay. I mean, I know it may, you know, it gets hot and dry. And 
parts and you can kind of feel your mouth watering, but don't swallow for a second. Just hold off swallowing. Just whatever you do, do not swallow. Sorry. <laughs> there you go. That's okay, you can I swallow can now. It. Yeah. Yeah. Because you you make that the issue. You make that the issue. Don't write video. And it's like, you know, it's like saying, don't think of a pink elephant. Yeah. That's all I can think about now. So, exactly. And yeah, I know so you, this. Yeah. And I get it. Yeah. That's why I, after a while, I was like, just forget it. <laughs> right yeah. about what, what you want on these Well, and, and just, I, you can play around. I mean, honestly, one of the exercises we have in the writing course, you know, just take, um, say today, I want you to do your name, the name exercise. Yes. So, yeah, I bring that know, up they, too. You know, you do Fred, you know, so I might do um, Feather, um, Rotunda, uh, Elevator, and Dilithium Crystal. And so I look at those words and think about it, and I start writing something that may involve all of them or not, you know, but I can start writing, um, um, you know, I remember the first day we had to return to using feathers for pins. It was the year uh, 2212 and had been 14 years past, past the Dilithium War. You know, I'm making up something. Yeah. But already I'm into something. And then a video came, came out and then pew, 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 and they did this <laughs> and they did it and they built it and Tetris came in and oh, it collapsed. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no yeah it, it's a lot about that world you know characters and and it, it will help with fiction it does help with fiction you, but I have these book binding videos on my channel where I show you you know taking pdfs a lot of the uh, Robinson curriculum books yeah. turn, turning the pdfs into books and there it, it's one of my it's the most popular video on my channel and you I see these comments from younger generations like hey can I do this with my manga and I'm like what is manga can I do this with my fan fiction my what app stories what pat so I think well at least they're writing right they're they're writing fan fiction and whatever all these other comics and things like that at least they're writing right yeah that's I mean we could say that with reading too at least they're reading you know, I'd pass in there. Well, at least they're reading whatever goofy thing was out there. And there's a point at which that's not entirely right, you know, because you do want to stretch them. You know, yes. if every book sounded like um, uh, Dr. Seuss, you'd probably want to stretch them, you know? Yes. Yeah. Mother Definitely. made me make my bed. I'd rather kick her in the head. Her mother <laughs> does not understand that I'm a man, a man, a man, you know? And that's every Is that a day. real book? <laughs> no, I just made it up. Uh, oh, funny. Yeah. So making stuff, making up stuff's easy. It doesn't have to be true. There's no research. There's no work. And that's the trick. They could just learn to, um, I mean, if it were my kids, here's what I'd do. I want y'all to write, start a, about a video game, and then the video character comes out and lives in the real world. And I want to see what you do with it. Yeah, that's a fun they, one. That's because then they'd have to work inside the rules of the real world, right? You know, right? Like yes. they came and lived with you for a week. You know, once you, what would they experience? What questions would they ask? What would they miss? What would they enjoy? I don't know, but I'm just that, yeah. That's going to be Monday's task. Okay. Monday's is writing assignment. Yeah, cool. <laughs> Take you up on that. Yeah, and and they are. 
it's good writing. I mean, the punctuation, the comma, everything, it's just the subject matter that I wasn't very jazzed about. But balance, you know, and like you said, if you say, don't do this, don't write about this anymore, that's all they're going to think about. So right. you've got to give I them mean, that you can, outlet. You can try to reverse psychology and say, you know, don't write anything in the old West. Y'all can write whatever you want this week, but don't want anything <laughs> Western in it. Anything that sounds like a cowboy, a rattlesnake, or a rope. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to throw it away. You're going to have to write over, <laughs> just stay away from that. Do you understand? And just give them that lecture every day. And then by the next week say, okay, uh, right about uh Western stuff's okay. If, if you want to or not, you know, they're probably all saying, goodness, the rattlesnake <laughs> ate the rope. And... Yeah, that's a good experiment. So in conclusion here, what is an essay and how to write a good essay? I hope we gave you some good tips. Any last thoughts on that question? No, I, I, I do just want to encourage you to think about doing it right one time. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is what we do in practice in sports. We get to where we want to hit the golf ball correctly. We want to run the play right football. We want to learn to kick right. That learning what it feels like and looks like when it's done right informs the rest of of the effort so over time and i I would say and you if you provide the link we can find the where i walk through why i wouldn't do essays until you know 14 you can do Mm -hmm. them sooner but i'm just that's when they're going to really matter to the kid and they've had the brain uh for it it's going to be much better exercise in, in my way of thinking but learning to get one down the way you want it mm-hmm. is uh, super duper. Yeah, great. If you have any questions when it comes to writing, we have the course creator here for the Independent Homeschool, the writing course, essay course. Email us at homeschoolingpodcast at gmail.com. For listening to the Homeschooling Made Easy podcast. If you have a question that you would like for us to answer on a future episode, please email us at homeschoolingpodcast at gmail.com. And if you enjoyed the show, please share with a friend who you think would be interested in this content or leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps us out. Thank you.